on last week's Irrevelations. We're wrapping up Exodus. Obviously, uh, last episode, uh, God and Israel's relationship's a little on the rocks. It is. He won't He will only let them look at his butt. Like, can we have three days off? What the fuck did I say? Say Sabbath. The laws of the Sabbath. I've told you four times now. There is far more on how to build a table than there is on the ins and outs of what happens if you rape your slave. It's like when I'm staying in a hotel, you know, and uh, I'm, I'm, you know, obviously I'm wrecking the place, you know. I'm just yeah, I'm just yeah. shit all over the carpet, you know, and tearing up the mattress with a knife. Yeah, I've, no, I've stayed at a hotel with you. I get it. The glory of the Lord in cloud form covered the tent of meeting, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacles. And Moses could not enter the tent of meeting because of the cloud. I guess he's afraid of clouds. And he just shows up, takes them from their abusive parent, and he's off in the woods, and now they're living together. You know, it's like oh, it's that little little tear rolls down your eyes. You know, it's like the movie Dutch. Before we turn to the word, I would like to I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed. I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Pray this simple prayer. Lord, speak to me. Uh, Do you ever wonder what it would be like to be Catholic? No. I I remember I was reading about JFK. So I was raised pseudo-Catholic, but I Mm -hmm. had no concept of the Pope. Uh, All I really knew was that at least when I was growing up, we had uh, Pope John Paul II. Well, the reason, real quick mm-hmm. to interject, you didn't know who the Pope was because you were just a thug, mm-hmm. and he's like the Mafia Don, and that's how Mafia works. Oh, I was so down. <laughs> I was so down. I was so down the fucking uh, feeding yeah. chain that, yeah. Um, yeah, you're like doing little racket jobs and stuff. Uh, he is a, he's fucking toppling governments and what have you. I feel, like, I feel like Pope John Paul II got out while the getting was good by dying of old age. Yeah, because uh, definitely, Smooth move. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, he knows when to hold them and when to fold them, <laughs> when to cash in his yeah. chips and bail. Because um, I remember there was some talk about molestations in the church, but I don't think it was as well known or as big of a deal um, growing up. Now, my mother, who was Catholic, had a friend who got molested um, that she was aware of. And she had a general distrust of people in authority anyway, before that even. So it wasn't that big of a deal to us, but certainly she was, you know, cognizant of the fact that people who are forced to be celibate uh, don't always take that, you know, they, sometimes they got their fingers crossed. Yeah. And, and I think um, the reason it feels that way is the big crack opening, the cracking opening uh-huh. of the the sex scandals with the Catholic Church was really 2001. That's the movie Spotlight, the, which is based on the Boston Globe reporters, like investigative re- mm-hmm. reporters that went after it. Mm-hmm. That happened in 2001. It's a great movie. But okay. anyways, it, it, it details the 2001. Okay, maybe that's why. Yeah, because I remember like growing up, you know, I, I didn't really understand Catholicism. but We were just slipping out of 
uh, priest bait territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we were <laughs> we're getting we were too getting too old by two thousand one, and there were other things going on around that they, year. <laughs> they they hate getting pubes stuck in their teeth. Yeah, so that's why. <laughs> yeah, who would? Oh fuck, uh, but <laughs> um, yeah. So it wasn't as, it wasn't well known. Um, but uh, so anyway, now I feel like their brand is. I don't. I don't really get the Catholic Church. I don't really get what they're doing. But I was thinking about this uh, new pope. Is he? I wish I knew any Catholics that were serious about it. Because I don't. I don't know a single person that's like. All I really have is I go into our Catholicism. And our Catholic memes, and both those places are fucking weird. I don't get it. Dude, Catholic memes is the worst place <laughs> on the, the internet. Worst. It's, it's dumber than the Donald. I'm gonna say it's it. like our it's worse. Christian it's more... memes if they had like a weird lobotomy and fixation with uh, Martin Luther. Like I don't get there. Yeah, like they're like, don't they get it that us raping kids is part of our traditions? <laughs> it's a tradition. Like it's in there. It's, yeah. that's let's put like a SpongeBob that. meme about abortion. Like, all right, I don't. <laughs> Good job. What you guys... Wow, you're you guys are woke. Fuck. <laughs> this is how you'll get the. This is how you'll catch get millennials into the church. Although millennials uh... are probably too old for the Catholic Church now. Um, oh yeah, dude, that that motherfucker's but dead. But I feel like I feel like all the churches are sort of in that um, desperate, trying to figure out how do we get kids back into the church? How do we get kids back into the church? You know, like what do we got to do? Third world. And, That's how. Uh, I think, and I don't know if it existed beforehand because obviously I wasn't a kid in the '80s or '90s, really um, old enough for that to matter. But um, I was wondering about because um, we had ping pong and basketball. That's how they got us to go in the church. And then they had yeah. weird people proselytizing in like the in the room. coffee. Remember, they got the coffee place there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, oh yeah, come on over and we'll have some pizza rolls and we'll talk about Jesus. I'm like, I mean, I do that right now. I'll take your pizza rolls. Yeah, I just got to sit yeah. through it. I've I literally sat through a two hour timeshare for a half off on a meal. Like I'll fucking <laughs> sit through your <laughs> I'll sit through your bullshit for food now. You know, <laughs> I'll gladly pay you tomorrow. Um, yeah, yeah. But I, I felt like. <sighs> So Pope John Paul II seemed pretty cool. I, I feel like, wasn't there something about him covering up for pedophiles? He was the last, I, I felt like he was the last Pope that we'll ever see that has like that old school Pope vibe. Because Benedict was a Nazi, right? Or something? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, Benedict <laughs> seemed like a weird choice, especially after Pope John Paul II. Like he it didn't seemed... help that he looked like the Emperor Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> yeah, he looked evil. <laughs> he looked fucking <laughs> evil, especially to take over kind of right when... Um, the scandals were really starting to like gain steam, you know, like when it became yeah, more yeah. like, oh, and then it's like this is your poster boy, yeah, and then <laughs> here's here's got. some priest that molested forty, and then this priest molested eighty, and they were just bouncing them around like uh, like <laughs> yeah. cops that kill black kids, you know, you, you you get you get a couple strikes and you gotta go some other city and then work there, you know. They just had a single elimination tournament of molesters to see who could be the pope, <laughs> and Benedict, Benedict was the creepiest he rose looking. To the top. <laughs> Uh, about as creepy as a Smash Bros. tournament. Like, it's, <laughs> uh, literally, they just... If, if you tried to break down a Magic the Gathering tournament and who's going to be uh, a Pope, it was pretty much the same values. Uh, <laughs> but what was his name? Benedict? Pope Benedict? I really know nothing yeah. about Catholicism. I, I can't wait to get into it. Because I don't even... Why are they called that? I don't know anything about Catholicism. Well, why do they have a Pope? Why is he called that uh, shit? Okay, so I can give you the short of it, okay. and obviously, give it to me. God forbid a Catholic is listening to this. It's not like anyone's going. <laughs> we are, us. we are, we are like two dudes trying to figure out like how women orgasm. Like we got no fucking. <laughs> <laughs> we 
like here's what here's how I think it works. You know? <laughs> to tickle her armpits. Yeah. Um, so the idea is that, and we're going to get to this dude later, but Peter, right? Uh, one of Jesus' disciples, uh, got Jesus says to him, "I'm going to build my church on you," and they're mm-hmm. like, "Yep, Pope, that's a Pope." That's what they do, basically. Like, and and they everything else that they point to as evidence of like why there should be popes mm-hmm. is extra biblical. Mm. Like, that's the one thing. It's like, oh, he's going to be the rock that the church is built. So they call Peter the first pope, and okay. then from there on out, it's all like, again, canonical to them, but none of it's in the Bible. Yeah, I think uh, I really want to research it so that by the time we get to the New Testament, I think I'll have a uh, yeah. Well, we're gonna have lots. We're more gonna take some time calls. to really try to get a handle on why. Christianity because there's a lot of things I don't understand because mainly because I never gave a shit but like I don't really understand what Baptists are or Methodists are what's the difference who cares why do you exist I don't get it uh, I kind of have a grasp on Lutheranism and kind of the spawn of Protestants and Anabaptists and shit but yeah um, indulgence Catholicism has a weird dark history I mean and think about it you've got the Inquisition you've got the Crusades like it's just a well, it's a force for evil. I mean, I'm going to take right? this from Dan Carlin uh, on his, um, and I'm going to I'm going to hype it for him. Uh, <laughs> what was that one? Uh, Prophets of Doom. Yeah, Prophets of Doom about the Anabaptists in uh, Munster. Um, yeah, yeah. It, so I'm going to take from him, but he was saying basically like uh, when the Roman Empire crumbled, uh, the church kind of had to stop being a church and kind of had to start being a government. So you kind of have that crossing of all the vices that would all, all the uh, temptations of being a CEO and all the temptations of being a priest now in kind of one concentrated area. Yeah. yeah, of course yeah. It's going to get fucked up, but um, I really, hopefully I'm going to have to look into it, but yeah, I don't uh, from the outside looking in, I didn't really understand. I, I thought the Pope was kind of just like a figurehead and he kind of just waved and was like, like Pope John Paul II. All I really understood of that guy was him hanging out with like Bono and sting and being like, we're going to feed all these poor African kids. And everyone's like, yeah, fucking great Pope. This is what the church should be doing, and they're like abortion. He's like, I'm not a fan, you know. Um, and then this new, then Benedict came out, and he just seemed like, yeah, like the fucking empire. I mean, I don't. Uh, the empire. I mean, he literally. By the way, I looked it up. He was a Hitler. Yeah, youth. he was a Hitler youth. And but his brother said he didn't really enjoy it. He didn't inhale. So there's that. <laughs> he, just, <laughs> <laughs> he, he was just there for the fucking uh, uniforms and the. He was like chicks, they are chick, crisp. He's like chicks dig uniforms, you know, and the sweet knives. Um, and, and <laughs> uh, the long ones. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. And then so he came out. And I didn't really get him, and he's still alive. He just retired. He did it for a couple. Yeah, of years, yeah. He was like. Man, this is a lot of work. And then, um, and then this new pope came in. Anyway, what, what I was trying to talk about is, that I don't. Do you think this new pope is good for the church? Do you think that what he's doing is going to strengthen or weaken the Catholic Church, like his image? Well, that's a good. Okay, so here's the thing. It depends on what you mean by good. To from my standpoint, it would be great if the Catholic Church just kind of dissolved. I mean, I feel that way about every church, but yeah. Um, especially the Catholic Church, especially though. though, yeah, I don't get their existence. There's plenty of churches that are not, that are benign. I don't think the Catholic Church is. Uh, I mean, there's good, there's bad, more or less. I don't know. Yeah, maybe there aren't any. Regardless, it's like, um, it's like Bill I, Cosby. If a couple of kids got to get raped so that they can build a new school, I don't, you know, <laughs> someone someone's doing the cost analysis. I'm not Jesus. Yeah. I can't make that call. Of course, uh, I think that he's there's. A lot of Catholics hate him 
conservative Catholics. I, that's what my point is. I, I've been seeing a lot yeah. of it. Doesn't seem like he's very popular necessarily within the church. Well, I think he is. There's a lot of liberal Catholics. I mean, the Kennedys were Catholics, right? Yeah. That would be all about him. They're like, oh, good. I can still be Catholic, but have progressive views. Uh-huh. So it's it's literally just being divided the same way that everything is, you know. I wonder if it's as big of a deal outside of the U.S. That's what I'd like to know. Um, I don't. What, Catholicism outside of the U.S.? Or no, like, like the his, or? His, like uh, Francis. I wonder if he's as, as divisive as a. As he is I guess here. that's a good point. I only really know kind of what Reddit and, you know, what I see on CNN and Fox News. But it seems yeah, to which me, is all American to me. It seems so. I'm going to tell you from my limited perspective, what it seems like is like he's like, oh, by the way, gays are cool and the church should be open to trans people and abortion. Maybe sometimes. I don't know. And it kind of just seemed like kind of a weird to me. It seems like too little too late. And it's kind of like uh, when you're jumping for one branch and at the last second you try to reach for the one you just left. Like, sure. I feel like the only people who would be Catholic, I feel, are people that are deeply Catholic, you know, and that it seems like, uh, what's his name, Francis is going after the people who aren't Catholic and trying to, like, bring them in who would never do it because of gay riots and, you know, obviously the shifting of values and things like that these days. Yeah, but if you get on the Pontifex Twitter, it's at Pontifex, right? The Pope's actual, he has a, twi- a tweeter. Obviously. It's full of love and support, and he has you know millions of millions of millions. I guess, of but I just I think it's different. I don't think that's. I wonder if that's bringing people to the actual Catholic Church or people like like I can be, uh, you know, I'd be like, oh man, the Dalai Lama's a pretty cool guy, uh, but I'm not gonna fucking do whatever the fuck he's doing. Buddhism. I, I mean, those are I think only Catholics follow him for the most part. Uh, I I, but I don't I, see. I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like that's what I think is that I think he's gaining support. For it'd be like it'd be like a politician just trying to uh, gain the favor of like illegal immigrants, you know, like that's cool and all, but they don't vote. I don't think. Well, I think he's trying to. <laughs> I think he, no. Well, look at like Europe, mm-hmm. for instance. If you want to stay how the church has been, Europe's going to oust you, right? So I think he's trying to become. He's trying to modernize it enough again that a politician can say that they're Catholic without being shouted off their stage. Mm-hmm. Um, he's trying to make it where, like, Catholic is easier pill to swallow. It's what religions need to do. There's nothing wrong with it. I, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I just don't know if it's a... Uh, to me, it feels like he's... To me, it feels like saying that you're okay with the gays and saying you're okay with trans people and saying you're okay with abortion or whatever. Um, and I actually, I don't know if he says he's okay with abortion. I feel like I heard something I don't. Yeah, I don't that. know either. That one's probably a little bit more stingy um, and less in keeping with the faith. But, um... To me, it seems like you're gonna piss off. I'm trying to think. It feels like a. It feels like when John McCain um, broke with Trump. You know, he's he's gonna piss off people that are gonna die soon anyway. Well, I, I guess. Most part. But I just don't think new kids are coming to church anyway. I, I don't know. To me, it just. It, to me, it just seems like. Uh, well, to, millennials are gonna get, millennials are gonna hit midlife and want stability in their life, and if they're need a crutch they they remember Catholic the church, church when they were kids and the catholics have so many goddamn kids yeah that, like, <laughs> they're out there just waiting for the nostalgia dose they're uh, like oh i want to be catholic again and eat pop tarts and it's going to be there for them okay i guess i don't know to me it just seems maybe like, obviously we're, we're we're speculating I, uh, yeah i'm i'm speculating that it's like i feel like you, you're shorting the church and i'm, I'm shorting it. the church yeah <laughs> I, I, I think that their brand is too damaged 
for you might be right. I'm fine with now that. to kind of be like, by the way, uh, let's all be cool to gay people. Yeah, well, stop raping kids. I think. I think. Oh. You know, <laughs> I would love for ISIS's self-complaint, self-described caliphate, and the Catholic Church to to go down on the same day. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet, uh, yin and yang, yin yeah, and yang, whatever. I, I just, I don't know. I, I like. I feel like Francis is like a watered down Pope John Paul II. Um, or maybe a more concentrated version. Uh, the opposite of what I initially said. <laughs> he's either watered down or concentrated. Um, Depending on what you're, I feel like he's a, you're concentrated. I just is, feel yeah. like he's kind of like a low imposter to try to get John Paul's uh, fame and sort of uh, reputation as being like a good guy, but I think it's just too late for the Catholic Church. You got to have that name, though. Think about what John Paul is. John Paul Jones, the famous admiral. Right. John Paul Getty, the oh. big newspaper man. Wait, did you say John you Paul Jones, the famous general? No, admiral. Admiral. Who's yeah, the one that voiced the Darth Vader? War. James oh, Earl Jones. Uh, okay, that's a good James one. <laughs> okay, yes. Wow. You said John Paul what? Jones. I was like, yeah, Darth Vader. <laughs> He's a good dude. The quarterback at our high school. All these guys. Yeah. They're big people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're big deals. Now. Uh, that's funny. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I wonder if it's sort of. Uh, I felt like maybe he should have just doubled down with it and be like, like, go down, but go down strong. Just be like, you know what? We do stand against the gays, and I'm going to murder every abortion doctor. And then you just had that very, like, kind of what Trump's doing, that very concentration, you know? It's like, of, yeah, yeah. You get you get the followers that you do have are fucking followers, followers yeah, dude. You do the fuck you want, you know? Uh, like, you're going to... You're like... Today I'm feeding the national champions hamburgers. Oh my god! Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you just you just like yeah, fuck it, let's do it. Uh, I, I just feel like I, I wonder if that's the right move is just to just to. It isn't about reaching out to across borders. It's about concentrating your base, and that's kind of what I was thinking about. Yeah, but eventually the concentration. I mean, Dies of yeah, old age. I think that exactly. It, I think you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Well, you know, I, at least at least this is more. Uh, palatable to me, so I like it. What's you crazy know? is is that not based out of any, um, I guess, hatred for Catholicism or any like sort of racism toward, but yeah, I kind of hope they spiral into nothing too, in a kind of a weird way. I don't know why I feel that way. Well, they I don't will. Know that I, I don't even know that I really feel that way. I just, I don't know. My my opinion on a geological time scale, they're gonna, they're gonna, yeah. I mean, maybe it's just my normal anti-authoritarian bias, but I was always distrustful of like. Honestly, I'm just distrustful of anyone that likes kids. I just don't understand it. Like, when people are like, oh, I love kids, I'm like, stay the fuck away from me. Don't even look at my dog. I don't even know what the fuck, I don't trust you at all. That <laughs> statement, kids suck. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? So anyone yeah. who, like, chooses, I don't even trust teachers. You know, anyone who's like, oh, I want to make my life's work to hang out with kids, I'm like, get the fuck away from me. Fuck is this going to be your, when, when you run for a public office, is that going to be your platform? Disband, I don't trust disband teachers. The church, disband the schools? The, the school system. Fucking any babysitter over Leave 18. Leave those kids alone. Because yeah, I, I hate kids, and I don't understand why anyone would it. You know, like, what, what, what is their value? What do they bring? What do they bring to the table? You're, you're the very picture of empathy. <laughs> Like, uh, have you ever been in a minivan of a fucking mother? It's all sticky and shit. Get the fuck out of here. God. <laughs> you're like a, you're like a glass of warm milk in a hot van. <laughs> <laughs> like, like kids are like, you. oh, it's my passion to be around kids. Like, ugh. Are you raping That's these kids? Dude. Like, what do you get out of this? I can, app- no, because I can appreciate that. I love the idea of, you know, 
if, if you can't do teach <laughs> no, i just no but really i i love the idea of um of like you can only impact the world so much so if you're able to like it's like an exponential thing if you're able to to make the world a better place through like teach making kids give a shit about life or inspiring people and seeing them do good things like that's that's cool eh. it's like having your own children but obviously without all the like intimacy or whatever oh uh, is it though i don't know. I don't know. A lot of kids getting raped by teachers. Probably almost as much as the priest. Not priesthood. a lot. I don't think a lot oh, is I right. Oh, I will fucking look it up. And unfortunately, it's <sighs> usually a hot chick. It's too much. Any any is obviously too much, but I think a lot is an exaggeration. I don't know. We'll look. Regardless, it up. if you're if you're actually calling for us to <laughs> remove the schooling system, <laughs> yeah, I just I just don't want kids to like get molested anymore. And honestly, if there like were I'm no more the... schools, there'd be no more school shootings. Like you're not thinking this through. <laughs> I think should we just feed them all the lions? I think what in the future, this? in the future, everyone's going to go to school at home, um, virtually. Yeah, but they're, and then you can't I get molested. No, no, no. That's where the most molestation happens. Is it the home? <laughs> yeah, dumbass. <laughs> just don't don't let your uncle in while school, you're learning. You know, don't do it. no parents too. I think parents, I think dude. I think that's what we need to do. I think we need to move to a completely virtual school system. All the kids are learning from home. You got a laptop. I, no, stop. Listen to this. Okay. I was just listening to last pod or to. Uh, something Ben Kissel was doing the other day, okay. and he was talking about how they raised foster kids. His family raised oh, foster kids, boo. and they had one that came in, and the kid, the dad got visitation rights to like come see them at the fo- see the son. Okay, at the at Ben's house. Sure. And th- this is insane. That ga- dad got visitation rights. Do you know why the kid was in foster care? Because the dad raped him so much that he had like five STDs. <laughs> I'm not Jesus, kidding. why did he get visitation rights? I don't even understand. Exactly. That's that's what Kissel was ranting about. Because it was had it was his political show. He was talking about uh, a law in New York. Anyways. <sighs> anyway, uh, I just yikes. All I'm so saying the house is that isn't safe. No, it. they need to go to school. No, so don't go to school. Don't don't go to church. Hours. Just stay home. Safe. Safe the school with the no. internet is your only friend. That's what I'm suggesting. <laughs> the school is need. six hours. It's the only six hours that children are safe from their parents. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's like uh, what's that? What's that line from um, Saving Private Ryan? Like one guy's a waste of ammo, five guys a juicy opportunity. You know what I mean? Like that's why we're having school shootings. Just keep it. You'd have to shoot up a whole block. Yeah, and they won't get true. molested. I mean, if it's molested, it's like so. I feel like one. Because I feel like the teaching as a profession, I'm gonna go. This is this is this is it. Uh, I think no. teaching is a profession that deliberately attracts child molesters. Anyway, I mean, who's of course choosing it does. that path? You know, every single position of power does. Yeah, name one that does. Like when everyone's like, like, why would you become a teacher? And they're like, well, it's cheap pay. There's no respect. The why would you don't become care. a parent? And so you can rape a why kid. Would you become a, <laughs> why would you become a parent? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. Or either. a cop. Oh, yeah. Or a politician, so that you can be a part of the yeah, devil worshiping so sex general, orgy. It's just a general thirst for power, and eventually you're going to get bored with Let's that. Let's level the playing field. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so All right. I'll, well, I think we're done with this cold open. <laughs> Let's keep going. It's neither. All I'm saying is that if kids <laughs> in the future, you just got to stay in a bulletproof box with an internet connection, and you can do your math homework there, and they'll be safe away from All anyone right. who's trying to diddle them. I care yeah, about kids' safety. Do you not care about kids' safety, Grant? And in conclusion, I think we both love Pope Francis. Yeah. <laughs> when are Americans going to love their kids more than they love teachers? <laughs> you ruined this. You ruined everything. 
Uh, All right, so Leviticus, where? <laughs> <laughs> what ver- what chap? What episode? This what is, is episode twenty-three. Three, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Welcome to episode twenty-three. Isn't 23 is the number that was freaking out Jim Carrey in that one movie? Uh, well, it's a prime number, I'll tell you that much. Well, I know that. We all know that. It's not prime if you count numbers that have decimals. For instance, 11.5 times 2, no longer prime. Huh. I wonder if they yeah. brought that up in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, every number means 23. And they're like, yeah, like, have you ever done 10 plus 13? He's like, fuck. You're on to oh, something. God. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. <laughs> People thought pie was so important, but you're right. It's 23. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. So we're on episode 23. This is a Revelations podcast. If you're jumping in now, we're reading the whole Bible. We just got to the third book. All right. Three books in. We're basically, well, this is a trilogy now. Uh, By some definition, yeah. Now this is like scene three, kind of. Yeah, like it really. Is. Of a three uh, act play, we've really only talked about like five dudes. We're in the first uh, fraction uh, of the first book in a trilogy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fair. Um, we're we're going into Leviticus now. We just wrapped up Exodus, which was the story of Moses. Now we're in Leviticus, which is also going to be the story of Moses. And the and the Israelites. Unfortunately, um, he's starting to bore me. I don't know. Moses yeah, yeah, man. yeah. I could, I could do with less of him. Yeah, especially now. And uh, honestly, the part that was about Moses was kind of cool. Now it's just about rules. Yeah, you know, it's like um, I don't even know what it's like. It's just, it's just. He was like, yeah, yeah, we're all having a fun time. It's like when your dad is like when he's young, he's like doing things, and then he has kids and he settles down. And he just, he's just boring. I don't even like yeah, him as a he friend. Hates you. you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah, and so if you're an anarchist, this is a trigger warning for you. The next 27 chapters of the Bible are just rules. So you're not going to like that. It's <laughs> a so trigger warning if you don't like uh, laws and dictations. If you don't like being told what to do, now is not a good time to get into this book. Uh, is it 27 chapters? Oh, I thought it was longer than that. Yeah, 27. Ah, well, cool. Which is also not a prime number. It's actually three cubed. Shut yeah, great. <laughs> this is... I was going to say it was prime, and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa back uh, off. Yeah, back let's off. just list every prime number we can think of. That'll be... <clears throat> that actually would be a good show. That'd be a good podcast. I just Every time I, every time I tune in, it's just he's getting higher and higher. Especially if you didn't do prime numbers only, <laughs> if you, like, fucked up all the time. You get it, like, episode three, he started, prime. like, one million something. You're like, he's like, if you guys, you guys better listen to the first two episodes <laughs> so you know where we're at, what we're doing. Um... All right, we'll Did make we already that introduce a, ourselves? Like so this is the Revelations oh, no. podcast, episode 23. I'm Cole Delusky. I'm Grant DeVoist, and as you said, we're in Leviticus. You ready to get started on chapter one, dude? Uh, yeah, Talk let's about... let's briefly introduce what is Leviticus. What is this book? Who wrote it? When was it written? Do you have any of that information? I know I just well, it on you. Well, I'm going to take a guess. Okay. So it's called Leviticus, mm-hmm. keyword being Levi, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is, a, is the priestly lineage of the Israelites, as we learned. So Levi was one of the sons of Jacob. Yeah. Yes. And, man, it's been a while. He's one of the sons of Jacob. He's a brutal mass murderer, along with his uh, brother Simeon. They killed an entire city of people just because of a uh, of a biracial a mar- affair. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was probably made up later on as we covered. Anyways, so you've got these Levite people that are now the priests. Uh, they just got done killing 3,000 of their own people. For basically for worshiping a bull that was probably their god anyway. And yeah. uh, now we're going to talk about all the laws in this book. 
So we're going to start off with what to do when you break the laws for some reason, and then we're actually going to talk about all these crazy laws. Uh, yeah, so my Bible, uh, at the beginning of each chapter, it has a little bit of background history, and it states that it thinks that the Leviticus uh, starts at 1445 B.C., which kind of is in touch with. I mean, that's just sort of what they say is like 1800 was Joseph and the 1400s was Egypt and Moses and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We're counting our way down. Um, so at the end of Exodus uh, marks the one year reunion to them being fleeing Egypt. And I think the start of Leviticus is the first month. We'll get into it, but I think it's like the um, first month of the second year that they have escaped from Egypt. Um, yes, that sounds about right. The Hebrew title of the book is Vayikra, meaning <clears throat> and he called. Um, and, and also a pharmaceutical that causes blood to rush to the people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, also known as the law of the priests. Okay, so I was right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I guessed. When yeah. I guessed for this podcast that we're supposed to <laughs> do any level of research for. Don't worry, I got you, baby bird. I did research things later on, just not the name, okay? Um, and we'll get into some of the themes and stuff like this and the, the nature of sacrifice and blah, 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 blah. All right. So, chapter one opens up. After one year in the desert sun, their skin began to turn red. Ooh. After one year and one month in the desert fun, he they were looking at a riverbed. And the story it told of a river that flowed made me sad to think it was dead. What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> It's a horse with no name. Oh, <laughs> oh. yeah, Come cool. On. Okay, so no, what actually is happening though is, uh, well, we're opening up with offerings, right? We're gonna the next quite a few chapters is going to be solely focused on burning shit. So that used to be alive, as you recall, and if you're just getting into it now, which why would you? But uh, at this point, Moses and the Israelites are just wandering the desert around Mount Sinai. They're camped at Mount Sinai, and God is literally living in a guest bedroom in the um, camp. The most um, particularly assembled guest bedroom, though, right? So mm -hmm. they had to. We had. We could build this thing right now. We have all the instructions. We could build it to a to a T. No yeah. problem. As long as we could find acacia wood. Yeah, yeah, or. Um to get anyone to sew pomegranates out of thread. Um, but the, the, the point is is that God is uh, literally occupying space within the camp. He's hanging out there. He's long-term guest visiting, you know? Yes, um, and a cloud would descend on this tent. That's how they knew God was there. They would stick around until the cloud raised up off the tent and then showed them where to go next. And then they would pick so up that's the how tent, the, go, that's, and then he would come and take a nap. That, that's their whole life right now is following a cloud around. Which is pretty metal. I didn't really, you know, obviously I wasn't that really. Um, uh, it's kind of like Pepe Le Pew. Pepe Le Pew, huh? Okay. Yeah, remember how you would like, there would be like the cloud of smell from the cat. Oh. And you would like float up okay. in the air. Are talking about his obviously date rapist. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Dave Chappelle. We're, we're glad we got you on what? Like he's the first. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a pretty nuanced take. No one ever made that connection. Um, I didn't get that it. this rapist skunk chasing women around and <clears throat> grabbing defense, their wrists. You're hurting me, Pepe. <laughs> she had stripes. Yeah, he thought she true. was a skunk. She would if she didn't want it. She wouldn't dress like that. <laughs> exactly. She put the stripes on. Um, so 
uh, they're following this tent around, and then God's just hanging out there with his feet up on the fucking desk and shit, and there's tables for sacrifice. They got this whole uh, accoutrement for God, and they're just all hanging out. So one day, God calls to Moses, all right, can you come into my tent? It's like when your boss calls you, which is always kind of a little bit nervous. He's like, hey, can you come to my office real quick? And you're like, oh, fuck. What, 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 what's going on here? Yeah, it gives you the two fingers. Gives you the two fingers. Come inside. Close the door. I'm like, oh, shit. I got to give you all the laws for the people. <laughs> Uh, and so let's be clear real quick here. There, there, The next, like I said, it's a lot about offerings. We're going to break down different kinds of offerings, what, what makes them different, and what circumstance you would do these in certain uh, offerings under. So the first one is like a broad burnt offering. It's just a gift to God, mm-hmm. in, in essence. Uh-huh. Um, it's a male without defect. So you get a bull, a young bull without defect. Now, I want to point something out here. Mm-hmm. Yes, in the Bible, up to this point, there have been lots and lots and lots of misogynistic rules mm-hmm. and things happening. Finally, here, we're seeing some things that are making me think, you know, they're killing just male cows. What about men's rights? <laughs> uh, yeah. This is fucked so up. Th- my interpretation of it was, is that, so this, this episode, we're specifically, I think, only going to cover Leviticus 1 through 5, which is specifically chapters... One through five. One through five. But each <laughs> chapter specifically covers a different type of sacrifice and what they mean yeah. and what they're for. So just keep that yeah, in like mind. I That's the said. theme of this episode. Um, yeah, yeah. The first one we're going to cover, uh, Leviticus 1, is the burnt offering. Um, but it's not just a bull. It's um, So the whole point is is that you have to provide – this is a general offering that you give to God just just because you got to. You know, it's like – yeah. And a lot of times these get paired with other offerings. This is like your as service like a bonus fee. Offering. Yeah, yeah. This is just it is. This is this is the ticket master of sacrifices. It is, and it's the one that's just like in general. Hey, th- thanks God for not letting the Egyptians keep us as slaves. Thanks for not killing us um, every time that you thought about it. So the general theme is that you take either a bull, a goat, or a pigeon or a turtle dove. And you have to bring it. There's different rules for each one. You know, if you bring a bull, they do certain things. They kill the bull. They cut it up into pieces. They sprinkle his blood all over the altar. You take the skin off. And then whatever you're not going to sacrifice, specifically, you have to drag outside and light on fire. Correct. Um, If it's a goat, you kind of have to, like, chop it up and remove the livers and the fats and stuff and throw those into a fire. And the priest all... One of the the interesting things here I'll point out in verse uh, 6 is that you are to skin it first. So that none of the skin is getting burnt, which, A, would smoke gross, right? Right. B, my understanding from what I read is that that's because, um, not because, but that skin goes to Aaron and his family, or Aaron and yeah, his people. Yeah, there, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on it before, but you're right. Um, with every offering, there's some that get thrown into the fire. The fat offering almost always gets thrown into the, the fire. Uh, some of it gets processed and then burnt for God. Some of it gets dragged outside to be just basically discarded by fire. And then some of it goes to the priests, kind of like a, uh, I want to say like a kickback. Well, it's, it's like, cause they don't work. They don't, this is their full-time job. Right. This is how they, they like survive. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is to me, is like when you hire immigrants and you pay them quote unquote minimum wage, but they have to kind of give you some back to keep their job. It's literally just a jar of lemonade. Yeah, and they're, and they're to keep their visa status. You're like, okay, I'm going to give you eight bucks an hour, but for every eight bucks you make, you give me two. Because I'm hiring. Huh. Like, yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, yeah, check out uh, Muffin Break. It's an Australian company that does it. They're in the news today because they're all pieces of shit. Uh, uh, yeah, let me that. call them out directly. Um, 
But the interesting thing is, so it's a bull, it's a goat, and it's a pigeon that are acceptable. But the way I understood it is that it breaks down by income level, kind of like tax brackets. If you're fucking rich and can afford a bull, you bring a bull. If you're middle class and all you got is some goats, you got to sacrifice a goat. If you're a poor person. Or sheep. Yeah. I'll yeah. Say. And if you're a poor person, then you just got to go out and scrounge out and beat a like a chicken to death or a pigeon, a pigeon to death and bring it and be like, ah, that's all I got. You just got to grab two of the crazy bird ladies' um, pigeons. <laughs> you just got to, you got to find, uh, you got to find Mike Tyson. You got to take one of his pigeons. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. I, man, the poor have it rough. The fucking income inequality <laughs> that you got to fight off. Uh, mine specifically said that uh, this is taking place in like modern day Palestine. And apparently that place is fucking covered in pigeons. So it, it was interesting. So my concordance said, Usually you wouldn't use pigeons unless they were good young ones. Mm -hmm. Doves were always good, though, because they're migratory. And so when the doves would come through, it was always at a point when they were, like, good to use. use. I don't know if that's true. That's, again, Bible concordance. I mean, take it with an entire Dead Sea worth of salt. (laughs) You got to catch them, though. So, uh, and honestly, I mean, that's just, but, I mean, you got to give, you got to give something. Give something up to God. Uh, Let me see. Was that it? You know, the easiest way to catch doves is you just... Find John Woo. <laughs> you, just, I got near him. you just wait with a net. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hot take. Um, another thing is that um, my Bible concordance, this is the concordance now, specifically states that no carnivorous animals are to be used. You can't get rid of anything that kills other animals. It's impure. You know, God doesn't, God doesn't don't, like. Don't, aren't birds omni- omnivorous? God doesn't like, uh, you know, like wolf on wolf crime. He only wants bulls. I know, but. But do- doves and pigeons would eat little bugs, I'm sure. That's a fair point. They didn't know that. They probably didn't know. They probably don't consider like eating a bug to be like an animal. I do. I do, too. I mean, it's good eating. All bugs matter. <laughs> <laughs> Bug lives matter. That's for fur. That's a sure thing. Uh, what are we, PETA? <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> right. <laughs> that was mostly a PETA joke. Yeah, yeah. fuck those guys. Uh, we don't have time to go into how pieces of shit Pete is because everyone else is going into it and there's no reason. But uh, yeah, we. I mean, I don't like Steve Irwin, but yeah. What? You don't like Steve Irwin? I, what are you fucking? Yeah, he's 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 reached this weird sainthood thing. I don't, I, I'm kind of with Pete on this. One. I okay, so we'll save it. We'll save it for later. Steve Irwin's a we'll personal hero to me. I love Steve Irwin. All right, we'll talk but about you wanna, it next you week. You want to know something? Uh, let's just delve into Steve Irwin real quick. Uh, is I know a person who may or may not be listening to this podcast who said she knew a guy who had cancer when he was a kid and he was a Make-A-Wish Foundation kid and he went to see Steve Irwin and he said that he went to Australia, it was part of his Make-A-Wish thing, he went to see Steve Irwin, Uh, they were supposed to meet with Steve Irwin, they're at his zoo and they were like in one of the back rooms and Steve Irwin walks in and they're like, oh by the way Steve this this is a little boy, he's got cancer he wanted to see and he's like, oh I don't do sick kids. And he like fucking bailed on them and didn't I'm even go in to shake their hands. That's, and I was like, I don't th- believe you. Okay. First off, is the person still alive? Yeah. The kid? The kid beat the cancer. So I think he was faking oh, it like one of well, Michael Jackson's victims. Steve could smell it. Yeah, Steve could smell it. He's like, listen, I got fucking gators to fucking deal with. I'm not dealing with shit or Crocs, whatever. You smell healthy. But uh, fuck you, Peter. I love how, Steve. Yeah. Irwin. Okay. First off, how are you going to get mad at Steve Irwin when you're the fraud? Yeah, <laughs> you're the one that survived cancer. You're probably faking it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, a lot of kids do that these days. <laughs> a lot of kids doing it for attention. Uh, man, I do hate him though. But we'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, we're gonna fight. Um, yeah. So, so that's it. That's the that's the burn offering. The gist of it is that you're taking all the you're taking all the nasty stuff out. 
You're giving God the good stuff. And you want it to bake so it makes a sweet aroma to the Lord. He loves that And you're cleaning off, you're also cleaning off the dirtier parts. So like certain organs and like the dirty legs and stuff, you clean it all off with water and then you burn it. So it's a nice, yeah, it's a good, it's a good barbecue. Yeah. As Steve Irwin would say, put another cow on the bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Great. Um, Okay. So then we get into chapter two. And this broadens significantly our offering options. And these are the grain offerings, mm-hmm. which I think Cain would have done, right? Wasn't he the veggie boy? Yeah, Cain was vegetable boy, but I don't think he – it never really made any mention. He, he, he offered vegetables, but not grain. I mean, grain is a vegetable, so regardless. I mean, it's a plant. It? It's a plant life. It's a plant. It's a fucking plant. It's vegan. So my point is this is what PETA would do. This is chapter two is instructions for people. Yeah, if you have any uh, vegans in the in the um, in the congregation, you're like, oh, you don't want to kill a goat. All right, well, you can do this shit. It's not as good, but you can do this. Um, when anyone offerings a grain offering to the Lord, his offering shall be a fine flour, and he shall pour oil on it and put frankincense on it. Um, Gross. So uh, we don't really need to get into this, but you can offer bread. It's basically just any form of grain. You just bring some grain to the priest. Some of it goes to the priest to pay their fees. and then, It's almost like a recipe here. Yeah. I mean, you're just mixing some oil. It's basically a uh, donut, but no yeast. But, I mean, it tells you all the different ways to make it. So it's like, and if you're making it in a griddle, and if you're making it in a pan. It really gets down into it. It's like Bubba Gun or Bubba from uh <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's like, he's like, yeah, grain's the ultimate thing. You can put it in a pan. You can put it in a muffin. Grain barbecue. Grain make a donut biscuits. and just throw it in some oil. Uh, I mean, I love bread. Fuck. But um, the Bible takes a little too far even for me. Um, Do you want to talk about yeast? Yeah. Well, I mean, we've it's come up before. So right? one of the things is you can't uh, offer any leavened bread or honey. Um, I know it covers it later, or does it? I can't remember where it mentions honey. I hate that you can't burn honey, because that just sounds awesome. Oh, yeah. Fucking Good caramelized. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, 2.11. No grain offering which you bring to the Lord shall be made with leaven, for you shall burn no leaven nor any honey in any offering to the Lord made by fire. Um now, this is an incredibly stupid way to fucking think, but uh, my Bible says that the reason they don't like le- uh, yeast or honey is that the activity of the yeast brings about, uh, signifies evil and the active energy of sin. See, here's the thing. It's not just that it your concordance thinks that. They're pulling that directly from the New Testament. Jesus says that. So Jesus says it only takes... If there's any leaven, because right, it doesn't take a lot of yeast to make bread rice. If there's any yeast anywhere in your dough, it's going to affect the whole thing. And the implication is that sin is the same way. So yes, their basic reasoning that God doesn't want yeast in the food you offer to him mm-hmm. is a weak-ass metaphor. That's it. Oh, That and, of course, the history of it for them is that they weren't allowed to have it when they fled Egypt because for some reason they couldn't let their dough rise on the run. I, I, I never got I that thought, part. I, I thought... Like it. The way it was explained to me, my understanding of it was that having yeast in bread kind of... Uh, well, I know that if you let bread over uh, rise, it will turn sour. And delicious. And delicious. Fucking love a good sourdough. But, um... So it's something about, like, when you're fleeing and when you're leave, living a migratory life and you're constantly on the run, that uh, putting yeast in your bread is kind of... I don't know. 
Well, I mean, it's literally fungus, so it, it's a fair point. It's not fungus at all, you idiot. It's bacteria. I thought it yeah, it's the same thing. <laughs> okay. are just different size um, The thing about honey also is that honey can be used to make wine, and uh, mead was actually quite popular in Egypt around this time, apparently. Okay, yeah. Then how come a yeast infection is considered a fungal infection? Oh, my God, you're so fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. You know, it's... Uh, <laughs> Checkmate atheists. <laughs> Actually, no, dude. Left wing destroyed. Yeast are, singles. Yeast are single cell microorganisms that are classified, along with molds and mushrooms, as members of kingdom fungi. What? It's it's saccharomyces bacteria. Bread yeast is different than the yeast from a yeast infection. You fucking moron. No, it's not. <laughs> literally, you could literally use it to make. Bread. No, I actually heard that. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> uh, is it? It's a. It is the same yeast, though. Literally. Hold on. Yeast are microorganisms, single cell microorganisms, but they're also fungus. Uh, Checkmate. Sacrament. Oh shit! You're right. I, I lived my whole life just thinking it was a fucking bacteria, but you've you're been, right. You've been drinking mushroom water this whole time. Oh, my God. I, 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 well, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was fucking I bacteria. Just read it, I just read it today. I used to think it was bacteria as well. Uh, I, yeah. When I was doing my research about yeast today, that's that came up. Uh, yeah. But it makes sense. Okay. Um, yeah. Because they multiply and all that. But I guess bacteria does that as well. Anyways... Yeah, so it's kind of it's a fungus among us, and so that's what uh, that's why it's used as like a sin analogy, and presumably why God doesn't want yeast in His bread. Oh man, it probably is a more. You know what I'm going to say? Mm-hmm. If you're going to burn it for God, right. you don't want you don't want yeast in it because you want a more compact, dense form of energy. Huh. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> It's about efficiency. Oh man, I'm never gonna look this down. I can't believe I why, why? I don't know. I, I don't know. I almost feel like my life was based on it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who I am anymore now that I realize yeast is a fungus. I don't know why I didn't know that. Shit. Alright, so anyway, well, that's chapter two. I'm gonna go cry. <laughs> fortunately, God God came and died for our sins, even the yeast of us. Yeah. <laughs> um I don't know. I'm sorry. So a grain offering would accompany the burnt offering. So it's kind of part of that same. It's part of the sweet offerings where it's just, just something you give up. Yeah, burning bread. It's so sweet. Um, and you give a, a a portion of it to the priests. So that's their. They get their. They get their beaks wet too. That's right. And it also says whenever you're burning these breads that you've made, also offer a, uh, like basically a fistful of your crushed grain heads um, like the raw grain my bible says that the uh, so again mine's a, a christian bible obviously um states that the prophetic significance like how it ties to the new testament is that the burnt offering represents dedication to the life of god you know it's this it's this task you do that sort of symbolizes your dedication to god okay fuck i gotta go kill a bull this is for you god this is that lets you know i love you you know this is like when you have to text your girlfriend i love you at least once a day because otherwise they get pissed that's what the burnt offering hmm. is, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Whereas the grain offering represents um, purity and the perfect humanity of Christ. I don't believe it, but, the, you know, like the fact that it's unleavened, pure bread kind of signifies uh, the, the the greatness of uh, the purity of Jesus. Although I mean, that's interesting, I guess. It doesn't at make least. sense to me, yeah. Sounds, it sounds like they're retconning some shit. 
Um, yeah, yeah. Adding their own. Well, I mean, isn't that what the whole thing has been doing up to this point, though, is like based on things that happened, they add significance by sort of tweaking me, the story. To here me, it feels like, and I don't, we, I haven't read the New Testament. I'm not familiar with it, of course. Uh, but whenever I hear you talking about it or anyone else talking about it, you know, or especially this concordance, it seems to me like when people try to do fanfics of, for like Harry Potter, you know, and they're just looking for every little fucking thing that they can be like, oh, of course. Well, yeah. I mean, the one time Draco Malfoy fell off his broom, that signifies, you know, like when uh, when uh, Harry Potter broke the his arm. Like, Gandalf was gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're just, <laughs> I feel like you're just trying really, really hard to try to connect their shit to your shit. And I don't really think that they are. Yeah, that's fair. So Leviticus 3, the peace offering. Now this one's just for funsies, right? Uh, I guess. When his that's offering is a sacrifice gathered. of a peace offering, he shall offer it without blemish to the Lord. So again, you got to kill something and give it to God. Um, now this one, though, um, in my Bible, the, new, the like more modern translation, they call it the fellowship offering. And it's basically whenever something good happens to you, hmm. and you want to like party with God, right? Huh. Right. That's interesting. Yeah, I didn't make that. My, my, uh, mine didn't really. My Bible doesn't delve into the reason; it just kind of guts into the the name. But the interesting thing is, is like Aaron and his kids must be fucking busy because it's basically industrialized sacrifice. I mean, they they they, they must be operating like a butcher shop. Because people are just constantly bringing this bull in, and I'm going to kill yeah, him. Yeah, and, and that's why people have to give them food, because this is a full-time job. To me, this is like when I, um, have you ever been on a charter fishing boat? Yeah. And, you know, like, the crew will sometimes fillet your fish afterwards, you know? It just feels like that. You know? yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah, at the is. end of the day, there's just a bunch of guys like, all right, give me your giant bag of fish, and they're just working furiously to give you the fillets and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But except they're throwing them overboard instead of putting them in the <laughs> they're just lighting. You. They're like, oh, you caught this fish? Yeah, okay, and they just throw it into a fire. I'm like, cool. <laughs> uh, thanks, keep some for yourself of course a little a little tip jar for you dink um, I mean that wow yeah that actually lines up a lot it's kind of like when you win if a you hand of poker be... and people like are always giving money to the dealer I'm like what are you doing you use all these examples I feel like you'd make a great like hip youth pastor <laughs> <laughs> like, you, like like uh, the peace offering is like when you uh, you know you get a good hand of blackjack and you're like you go to the dealer like a little something for you like that's your opponent like what the fuck are you giving money to the dealer <laughs> their whole job is to take your fucking money what are you doing Fucking idiot. I hate those guys. Whenever people tip at a poker table, I just get angry. I mean, everyone tips at a blackjack table, but yeah. Yeah, eventually. Eventually you, you tip your you make, everything you came in with. If you Well, if you make big money, you're supposed to give them a tip. But we'll save that for another opener. <laughs> <laughs> We're making a lot of them. Uh, I hope you're taking yeah, notes. Yeah. Um, so you, you bring all this shit to Aaron and his kids, and they basically do all the work for you. They're like a butcher. They're like the town butcher. You just bring them your goats, and then they chop it up, and they do what God needs. So this chapter three is very short, and it almost reads exactly like chapter one because it's describing the different animals and how you kill them. The big difference is that only certain things are going into the fire now. All the meat and shit mm-hmm. is for the people. Mm-hmm. It's is what I was reading. It doesn't say it here explicitly, mm-hmm. but I guess if you read between the lines, or maybe it's referenced later, fellowship meat goes to the peeps. Uh, well, he is taking out the, um, what do you call it? The bread baskets, the the livers, the kidneys. Yeah, yeah. You offer fatty lobes. You're stuff. offering the internal organs and the fat connected to them, both kidneys and that fat, and the long lobe of the liver, and remove the kidneys. That's all you're giving to God. Um, and he shall lay. So it's like, hey, here's the stuff we don't eat anyways. We're gonna meet eat this <laughs> which meat. is very sweet of them. Uh, if someone's yeah. like, I'm gonna put this ribeye in the fire. I'm like, what are you doing? Fuck. <laughs> I mean, God's taking the best parts. Yeah, that's a marbled right? cut right there, you ass. 
Uh, God loves liver. He loves it. Uh, <laughs> ouch. <laughs> my fucking brain to hear that. Um, nice Chianti. He offers a lamus of offering the new offer for it. So basically, they're removing all the fatty parts and throwing them into the fire. And this must be done kind of all the time. Um, so to me, it kind of seems like uh, like an extra tip to God. So you're already doing a normal sacrifice, and then you're adding a little bit on the top so that they have uh, extra fat to burn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Obviously, well, not obviously, but it goes into the in-depth, you know, like, oh, you're going to take the whole fat tail of the fucking ox, you know, or the lamb or whatever. Yeah, like, th- to throw another metaphor on this, because we haven't done enough metaphors <laughs> on this chapter, it's like... Whenever you kiss your pimp's rings. Like, yeah, you already gave him all the money you made turning tricks. Yeah. But then you, like, <laughs> kiss his rings, too, for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, That's nice. you go, Daddy. Um, uh, my Bible's concordance specifically states that the fatty parts were the choicest parts and therefore belonged to God. Uh, and this included the... Uh, it's kind of... Gr- well, I guess it would make sense for these people to be pretty knowledgeable about the innards of goats and shit because they're constantly slaughtering them anyway. For sure. me, I got no fucking clue what goes on on the inside. Like I didn't, I, I've never butchered a, a whole animal before like that. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I did that one time. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's for ref for reference. I we we're actually talking about a hog. Yeah, we went hunting. French shot. Not, yeah, I didn't. This isn't like a like cat. That. I remember when I killed somebody. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so me, I wasn't there when you butchered that hog. Uh, I was still in my it was a I'm mess. Still in my blind, but um. The, uh, it took me a long time to stop seeing my dog as me. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Uh, Anyways. Yeah. Um, but you're talking about like the fat covering the stomach and the viscera and the fat covering the liver and stuff like that. The fatty liver. And Yeah, and the, the last verse where he says, um, wherever you live, you must not eat any fat or any blood. Yeah. And which is insane because obviously you have to eat fat it's, if you're eating meat. It's not very keto, yeah. Yeah, but the... Bible or my concordance says that they're talking just about the fat attached to the organs, which, okay, but it doesn't say that. And then also what's that? The lard. I guess you shouldn't be eating that either. Yeah. But obviously you have to eat. You can't eat meat without fat, right? There's not any Uh, on a cow or a goat. Yeah. I mean, I think you're going to get some. I think fat. Well, hmm. meat has fat content. I, I don't know for certain. Because I feel like a pork butt, like the shoulder meat, like parts of the uh, animal that will is really, really, really yeah. Mean. They don't eat. Well, they don't eat pork, but um, you know, like I, I'm sure there's parts of the animal that are not devoid of fat, but are pretty lean cuts. You know, pretty lean. Pretty lean. I'm just saying. It says don't eat any fat. Well, maybe that's how he gets them. He's like, okay, these are all the offerings you make when you sin, <laughs> and you literally cannot live without sinning. <laughs> or you can't eat meat anyway. Yeah. Uh, so that's Leviticus 3. By the way, yeah, and you shall neither eat fat nor blood. So blood sausage off the list. Uh, I would want to say, yeah. I guess pastries probably too, or anything cooked with lard. <laughs> I, I'm picturing a comic, like a far side, or not far side, but like a Calvin and Hobbes comic strip, comic strip mm-hmm. where God is played is the dad and Calvin is uh, the Israelites. And, and he walks into Calvin's room and he's drinking blood out of a cup. And he's like... I thought I told you. He's like, I'm not eating it. I'm <laughs> drinking it. <laughs> no, you don't eat blood. Like, all right, I'm just, I'll just drink it out of the I'll neck just, of virgins. He's like, yeah, that's cool. That's fine. That's fine. Just don't yeah. eat it. Just don't let don't it coagulate in the it. midday sun in a galvanized steel bucket and then try to drink it later. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been 
there. That's a thing. Leviticus right, 4. Chapter 4. Yeah. <laughs> Leviticus 4, the sin offering. So these, again, more offerings, I know. We're pumped. More blood, more gore, more tearing, more ripping and burning. So we're at, we're at sin four. We're, we're at sacrifice four of five. Um, but the interesting thing is, is that the first three are called the sweet offerings. Because they all Cause smell awesome. good. And then these, they can do these next <laughs> two are distinct from the original three. Because they're not really for the same reasons. And they're apparently they suck. These are for specific fuck-ups. Right. Um, so let's get into it. So the first sin that it details is the sins of the anointed priests. Mm-hmm. So these are the guys that are like your direct conduit to God, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so let's get let's get this out of the way. They're going to sin, right? <laughs> They're still humans. If there's anything I've learned so from when, the Catholic Church is that that's kind of their main dude. <laughs> that's what they love. Now, now we're going to break down a lot of different groups sinning. Mm-hmm. This one, and the only difference between most of them is what animal you use, really. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like, uh, also, like you know, like a parking ticket's a low fine, but a speed ticket's a little bit higher, you know? Ex- exactly. So if you're an anointed priest, it's like whenever a cop does something illegal, they get in more trouble, right? Uh, <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a lot getting away with murder, oh, so I, I don't know if it scans. Um, it also... I'll point out that when it it talks about every other group sinning besides the priest, it says unintentionally. With the priest, it doesn't. I'm guessing they can't sin unintentionally. Is that the implication um, you think? Where do you see? I thought all these were so like, unintentional. Look at, where do you see them saying that uh, a priest sins? Well, verse 3, it says if an anointed priest sins. It doesn't say anything about intention. Oh, I guess that's true. Okay, so it's the absence of the term. But every other one says unintentionally. So the specific notation is that these are if people sin unintentionally, which I don't really understand because what, because so, it's basically if you sin or violate the Ten Commandments unintentionally, what commandment could you violate unintentionally? Like I accidentally Here's cheat on my I wife? See it. No, I'll lay it out for okay. you. Okay. Here's how you sin unintentionally. It actually does. If you can figure out how I could accidentally cheat on my wife, I, I will. <laughs> it, it, it gets into it later and we'll actually be serious about it, but this is my joke. What, what happened was God basically took the Israelites and showed them a giant field. And he said, this is life. And there's little flags everywhere in the field. And he said, these are the sins. You can go through life. Don't step where the flags are. Those are mines. And they start walking. And he's like, well, those are the mines I showed you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's, there's probably some other ones. Who knows? Um, uh, he's like, I poisoned one of these watermelons. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> start eating. Uh, yeah. Uh, Actually, that that one didn't work. But yeah, it's uh, the idea. It talks about it later in, I think, in the next chapter. And it's basically that you can sin unintentionally by, for instance, accidentally touching an unclean. T- uh, well, that one I get. Something yeah, like you accidentally touch an unclean animal or something. Because you're not allowed to I, touch animals that have been like ravaged by beasts or shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Or that are Which, again, I don't even know how you would accidentally do that. You know, like you're just you're just moving yeah. through like you got you're just moving through hacks. Like there's just a bucket full of meat, like loose legs. And you're just <laughs> yeah, grabbing like, them and like, wait, is this a coyote? What the fuck is this doing in here? Oh, I fucked up. I got to go find a bull. <laughs> your dad walks into you in your room and you're fucking a pig corpse. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I tripped. I tripped. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you wearing its head as a hat? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! You're fucking wrong, boy. Um, <laughs> so it it talks about what you got to do with the priest. I accidentally uh, the priest committed premeditated murder. You know, 
if the priest sins, you take a young bull. So it's a it's a big sin because it's a priest. So you got to have a big payment. You take a young bull without defect. You take it. You take it to the entrance. You take out all of its. You take a bunch of its blood out and smear it on shit. Mm-hmm. Um, here's my favorite part of this entire episode. I guarantee okay. you. It says, and I'm being dead serious, uh, verse 7, chapter 4, verse 7, the priest shall then put some of the blood on the horns of the altar. Now, when we were talking about building the altar in the last few weeks, mm-hmm. I noticed that it talked about the horns, but it didn't register. Right. Their altar is still a fucking bull. No, it isn't. How could it be? It's the They're putting blood on the horns, dude. It's a. It's supposed to be like a bull goring something. I don't think you're right. I, bro, oh, it don't is. Call me, don't bro dude. me if you don't know me. All right. <laughs> uh, That's what this is. What? Think about it. The, Every single it? religion. Building the tabernacle, making the ark. Where the fuck is the? All right. <laughs> so let's 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 only take a gap in this so I can making the altar, the burnt offering, Exodus thirty-eight. Uh, he made it horns on four corners. The horns were one piece with, and he overlaid with bronze. It's not a fucking bull. It's like a square. Uh, Bro. No, no, no. It's a square. It's square with horns. It's not a bull. It's like a fucking box with horns on it. I don't. <laughs> They're bull horns, though. <laughs> I don't know. It's not a full-on bull, but they are. Re- it's. It says horns. It doesn't the, say that it's a bull's horns. I, I, I know. Take it. Yeah. Yeah, but that's like we have things in Easter that are held out from paganism right that's what this is mm. it's a pagan holdout they did okay it's not a bull statue this is a pretty table because we're civilized it's a table with, horns. with bull horns and we rub blood on them <laughs> that's awesome dude it's me kind they're of supposed hungry. to be i guarantee you that there were pagan rituals that involved taking their bull statues and putting blood on the horns because uh, think about it yeah the bull gore shit it's badass it is badass there's like statues of bull gods goring things with their horns. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is it. Mm. Well, all right. It's God's blood. Bulls are fucking... If I had to worship anything, a fucking bull would be in it. Those things are jacked. Oh yeah, I do. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> the Dwayne the Rock Johnson of animals. The bull. Yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, you gotta rub some bull blood on your bull horns. Um, and then take the rest of it and burn it. Uh, but yeah, if, if a priest fucks up, he's got to find a nice young bull or I don't know, maybe they behead him. I don't know what they do with him. Uh, and then they got rid of that shit. Probably. But essentially, so what a sin offering is, is when you fuck up, you have to sort of kind of do like, I don't know, is it an indulgence? Is that the term? What'd the Catholic get in trouble for with the Martin Luther? Like you can just pay off your sins. Uh, yeah, basically. Um, what my Bible states is that this is interesting is that you're not washing away your sins. You're not free of guilt. And God specifically mentions, like, I'll sort of show mercy, but I do not forgive. Um, Is that these sacrifices aren't really... It's not like when, I guess later, and again, I'm I'm guessing, uh, that when Jesus sacrifices to wash away your sins, that this is more kind of like a... um, Just like an offering for, like, mercy. You know? You're like, I fucked up, and I just don't want you to beat me. And you're like, okay... Yeah, it's a one-off. It's specific. It's it's a very specific tool, mm-hmm. um, but all these are right. Like they all have a time and a place. It's like a, um, it's like a toll road. You know, you gotta you get certain charges differing on where you're at. And aren't these the ones that you also, or is it the next one that you also offer a burnt offering with it separately? Um, well, I mean, you're 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 slaughtering the bull, but you are taking the fat and burning it on the altar. 
I believe you always are burning well, shit. Yeah, it, yeah. Well, no, I mean, there's like you do. So the chapter one burnt offering, one of these, it says you do this. You also do a burnt offering. Mm. I forget. You shall was. pour the remaining blood on the altar of the bun offering. I, I don't know. It mentions it, but I don't. I'm not. I'm not particularly. There was somewhere. Uh, I'm gonna, well, as but there's different things. Like if the entire, if all of Israel fucks up, they got to get a better bull. If you fuck up, you got to get a bull, or, or a goat. Um, when a ruler has sinned and done something unintentionally against any of the commandments of the Lord and anything that was done, blah 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 blah, he shall kill a goat, a kid of a goat, you know. So there's sort of, it's interesting because it. The, the interesting part is that it breaks down the degree of the sin. But it also breaks down kind of the wealth level of or the authority or power that the person has, you know. So it's kind of like if like a, it's kind of like the reverse of the justice system we have currently, where uh, <laughs> if you're rich and you fuck up, well, you're going to serve even more time uh, as opposed to, uh, you know, if you're poor and we catch you with a couple Grammys of fucking crack. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why this is like scaled down each with each step. Right. Correct. So, at, so the priests are most important. Then, if it's the whole community, right? If it's like a lord, if you fuck up, you got to give these things. And then finally, down to like, yeah. uh, if if just, just a regular, if anyone dude. of some fucking, uh, uh, this is Le- Leviticus four twenty seven. If anyone of the common people sins unintentionally by doing something against any of the commandments of the Lord or anything, which, which had to happen people, every day, right? Um, then he shall kill a pigeon. You know, I said it says goat. goat. Is it goat or? Is, oh yeah, you're right, right, right. Goat, a female without blemish. Sorry. Um, there's mention of pigeons if they can't afford goats. Is that this episode? Is that or is that the trespass offering? I, I think that's in the, the. No, that's in the. Ne- well, yeah, it is. It's in chapter five, but chapter five is still the same material. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I think. Well, I, th- I think it's different. I think I don't think a goat. Let's just go into chapter five because. Um, right, are you done? But yeah, so they'll remove all their fat. They'll pour it on the fucking altar. They'll burn it's it. The same yeah, shit. Same shit. 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 Um, so if well, hold on. Five starts Before, off. Well, let, let, let's, let's at least get that last verse here. Um, it's the same the shit. The priest shall make atonement for his sin that he has committed, and it shall be forgiven him. Yeah, so basically the priest is doing... The common person, even though they're the ones who fucked up, they don't actually slaughter the goat. Yeah, you got to take it to the man in charge. They give it to the priest. you got to bring the your ticket to the counter. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Yeah. So, and then it says, chapter 5, this is a new specific type of sin. So if anyone sins because they didn't speak up, when they heard a public charge, or basically you hear, you hear, you hear the cops show up at your neighbor's house, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we heard you were beating your kids," and they're like, "No, we weren't." But you saw them beating your kids. You better go tell the cops. Yeah, this is if you uh, see something, say something. It is. It is. Well, um, and if so, if you become aware that uh, they're guilty, if they, uh, if oh sorry, if you become aware that you're guilty of something that you did unwittingly, um, and for instance, on. Uh, unwittingly touching uh, anything ceremonially unclean, or basically just that. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to think of any of the other commandments that you could do on accident. I mean, I think kind of the nature of them is the. Pre- it all has to do with cleanliness, I guess. A, an unclean human, an unclean. To me, animal. it would be like if, like, um, I was like, "Hey, can you sign this uh, document?" It's like, if, like, if, if I walk in, I'm like, "Hey, you need to sign for this package," and you sign it, and I'm like, "Psych!" It's a piece of paper that says "Fuck God, you'd go to hell." They're like, "Oh no." <laughs> Well, that's the one other thing. It says if you thoughtlessly take an oath mm-hmm. to do anything, whether good or evil, that's another uh, sin. So if you accidentally did it, you're like, oh, yeah, I swear to so God. That, and they're like, oh, <laughs> uh, I just said this meal was good enough for gotcha. Jehovah. I got your goat. That's where it comes from. <laughs> um, so let's break it down. 
uh, Leviticus 5, the trespass offerings, if a person is hearing the utterance of an oath and is witness of it and he keeps a secret, he's a fucking, he, he bears guilt. If you touch an unclean animal, beast, livestock, any fucking unclean, creeping thing, um, you're guilty. I think period blood's in this mix, right? Something mm, probably. We'll get to that. Uh, human uncleanliness. it says. Well, yeah, number three, three. If, if he touches human uncleanliness, whatever uncleanliness that might be, he is defiled. If a person... Sw- I think blood in general. Uh, if a person swears, speaking thoughtlessly with his lips to do evil or good or do good... I don't even understand this one. Leviticus 5, 4. Or if a person swears, speaking thoughtlessly with his lips to do evil or to do good, whatever it is that a man may pronounce by an oath, and he is unaware of it, when he realizes that he shall be guilty in any of these matters. I, I don't get... What do you mean? You're not supposed to take oaths. You're not supposed to take oaths? Is that what they're saying? Yeah, correct. Huh. So, like, if my mom is like... The only oath you have is to God. You don't make any human uh, oaths. My mom's like, hey, you're going to mow the lawn? Like, I swear I'll get it done. And you're like, ah! Yeah, don't do that. Just just say yes. I swear I didn't yes. touch it. Like, oh, you're definitely going to hell now. <laughs> um, that'd be a funny... That'd be like some Mueller stuff. They'd be like, did you bless that little girl? Like, no. Would you swear that you didn't do it? Yeah, I swear I didn't do it. Well, now you're going to jail for that, too. <laughs> Got, Got him. <laughs> for lying under... Got for swearing goat. under oath. Um, Got his fucking goat. Anyway, if you do any of this shit, you got to bring an offer to the Lord. Um Obviously, uh, you can bring a lamb. And if this is the one, if you can't afford a lamb, then you can use in its place two doves or two young pigeons. Yeah, one um, pigeon isn't going to do that. You can, need at least two to get enough blood to yeah. Because two turtle doves, everyone knows yeah. this. The, it's in the Bible. Uh, <laughs> it's in the Bible song. Um. Anyway, but the all this stuff you bring it to the priest. Priest is going to know what to do. He's going to rip it in half, snap its neck, and then tear it apart and rip out its breasts and cut its wings off and yeah all that good priestly stuff um yeah. if you can't afford pigeons it's kind of like a, it's kind of like um well again it's kind of like a marginal tax rate you know I, i'm sure aoc would be proud of this you know or bernie sanders types of these commies how are you so topical <laughs> how do i do it uh you know they're like oh yeah well if the rich can afford lambs i think that's you know but the poor people they need to have a, a, a tax break in the form of being able to give pigeons or uh, an effa of fine flour as a sin offering. Yeah, if you can't afford pigeons, then you you get out the flour, which I think sounds harder to come by than pigeons, but whatever. Uh, like, how long does it take you to grow plants and then grind it out? I feel like it'd be a lot easier flour? to steal flour. Like, just go to your neighbor. Be like, hey, man, can I get an effa of flour? Just throw a rock at a pigeon. There's a pigeon. <laughs> I can't fucking hit a... Well, maybe I could. If that was my job is sinning and beating pigeons to death, I'd probably be pretty good at it. Or, to, or get a pigeon yeah. net or a snare, yeah, exactly. a small snare. Or, uh, or get a large box with some bird seed, you know, and a stick. Oh, yeah, and poison it. <laughs> Just a bunch of dead birds <laughs> in your yard. Hey, Moses, I got some birds I, for uh, God. What I would do is I would pay off a fucking uh, coyote to catch me a roadrunner. And then it's, uh, it. Oh, wow. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I feel like I would just like I would just uh, if it were me I'd just be at my neighbor's door every other fucking week be like hey man can I borrow an F of flower like what did you do <laughs> why are you always over here asking for flowers I stole an F of flower from you <laughs> <laughs> oh shit um, and then you give it to the priest and they know what to do and then we have the guilt offering so if anyone is unfaithful to the Lord by sinning unintentionally in regard to any of the Lord's holy things. They're to bring a penalty, as a penalty, a ram from the flock. Mm-hmm. And there's a so what is difference? What's the difference here? I don't. 
I don't get it. If a person commits a trespass between the and sin offering and the guilt, intentionally, uh, shall bring it. Isn't this the same thing? I don't get it. Yeah, I don't understand because you have an offering to, for your sin, but then you have a second offering. Like the whole point is like if you can't afford a pigeon, then you you know you got to give some flour. But then they're like, and then also you need to pay pay for a ram. Like, what the I don't have a fucking ram, obviously. Um. I don't know. Maybe someone else can explain. We'll have to look into that. I I, I don't because it all this whole episode's about like uh, how you can um, make atonement for your sins, and then they have in Leviticus five fourteen they talk about restitution for trespassing. So I I I when I was reading it, I was just like okay, you know like uh, or you give a ram or whatever. Um, uh, so it says now this this is from a just an online source, but it says that the guilt offering is for more specific things, but it doesn't read that oh, way. Oh, so okay, okay. Know. My concordance says that there's two types. So it's still part of the trespass offering, but there's two different breakdowns. A restitution, specifically for a ram or something like that, is when you um, sin on someone else. Whereas the previous ones about the uh, lamb or the turtle doves is if you just sin, you know, it's like a victimless crime. So, like, let's say you buy a whore. That's two pigeons. But let's say you stab a whore. Then you got to start paying for a ram or something. You know, you've now trespassed against someone. It's not just a victimless crime anymore. Yeah, I see. You get it? So if you sin against someone else, uh, the Bible still considers that, you know, if you sin against someone else, you're still sinning against God. So you still gotta, still gotta make a payment. It, 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 the church is gonna get their beak wet no matter what you do. You know, it's like taxes. You know. Yeah, and I guess the this guilt offering it doesn't have the scale like the others did. Yeah, like it is a ram, which is sounds expensive. Uh, and then the priest shall make atonement to the person you know you you fucked over. I feel like, yeah. and it's it's still. It, in, it even has to. It even says the ram has to be of the proper value in silver. Yeah. So it's like everyone pays the troll toll. Yeah, yeah. So this is like um, the way I would break it down is like let's say, and it still has to be unintentional. The way I understand it. So yeah, it let's say it. I'm driving drunk, and I park in what I think is my driveway, but it's actually your living room. And then the next day, I'm like, oh shit. You know, and they're like, all right, so here's this ram. And, of course, the priest has to get his sort of, um, what do you call it, like transfer fee, you know, like an FFL. You know, he's like, all right, well, you got to give, you got to pay this guy one ram. And, obviously, I'm going to get, like, the piece of the tail for me, you know. Yeah. So. So these, yeah, but these are all unintentional. So I guess if you sin on purpose, they just, what, run you over with a tail uh, I something? think those other ones where you get put to death. <laughs> <laughs> the other ones where you get put to death. You know, like, you, you actually start getting into, like, the laws. But we'll, we'll get into that. I mean, Leviticus, I think, has plenty they of They behead you on life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what they do. Uh, so this all still... Kind of was like oopsie doopsie. I yeah, up. we yeah, you're right. We get in later in the book. We you get cut into down like a the, tree uh, and it turns out it wasn't you know it was stuff. across the property line. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What fun, huh? These are fun burning things, right? These every boy's dream. Imagine being a priest. Imagine being a serial cut. killer at this time. I mean, you'd be fucking great. Like that's probably what priests are. In the same way that priests now like raping kids, these priests were probably all people that liked uh, torturing and burning animals. Butcher yeah. animals. Yeah. Yeah, just sta- just so much. The static. Dahmers of our of our time <laughs> would have been these Levites. For sure, <laughs> man. Gotta love. Yeah, well, they are. They're, they're just they're brutal you're just people, like right? you're the just Levites. like oh fuck. Like I'm I'm trying to imagine the life of one of these uh, these Israelites is like uh, 
you come out and uh, you step on something like, what did I just step on? And it's your your neighbor's tricycle, kid's tricycle. Like, oh, fuck. All right. You go to the priest with the ram. There's just some guy rubbing his nipples and then just greasing all. He's like, oh, yeah, you got something for me. <laughs> you just licking his lips and shit. How mad do you think they would get whenever you just brought bread? Yeah, you're like, I brought bread. That's all I got for. Like, I... Get the fuck out of here, man. It's I want to kill. It's not even going to cry. I, I have the like 15 pigeons I got to break a day or I don't get off. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Cutting deep. Oh, man. Wow. So that's. Well, there's there's five chapters of Leviticus. Leviticus. And this is a good stopping we point. We did it. These, these are the sacrifices. Uh, next episode, we, we kind of hit a natural breaking Do point. Do more sacrifices, actually, but only yeah, for a little bit. And, We're also going to get into some more fun stuff. We talk more about like uh, next week. We'll talk about like what the, what the priests get out of the deal and all that stuff. Nice, cool. nice. I'm glad everyone's uh, I'm glad everyone's making a mint off this. We ought to. Yeah, yeah. What's the point in doing it if it's not uh, yeah, making some money? <sighs> all right, let's talk sacrifices. How do you feel? How do you feel about all these? This setup? I guess it's kind of like uh, I, I feel like I've started watching like uh, Game of Thrones. You know. And I'm seeing these things kind of start to come to pass, and I just want to know how it ends. Like, these sacrifices are cool. Do Jews still do this? Is sacrifice still a part of their life? Mm. I mean, they don't have Jesus, so they don't have that kind of uh, perfect lamb sacrifice loophole. Why did you ask me? You could have looked that up. Yeah, but you know. I know. I'm not going to tell you. Well, fuck you. What's the point of this? Why would I look it up? I don't want to look it up. I mean, it's not like I just want to. I just want to read the book and then get it, but I also want to be spoiled, you know? No, they they don't do that anymore. Okay. For the record, okay. I knew that they're spending a lot of time. T- I thought maybe. Well, Go ahead. I knew they didn't do it like in America or stuff, but I was thinking maybe they still did it Orthodox style back in Israel mm-hmm, or something. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't. I mean, because like it's it. a lot of fucking murder. I mean, this would cost a fortune these days. You got to have a whole farm. Because I I feel like a lot of them now are busy running Whoa, the world's okay. governments. They don't have farms. So this is a story from April of. T- God, <laughs> uh, let me let me mark this. Time so um, what are you? Uh, listen, I listen to a lot so, of Hungarian uh, news, so I kind of feel like I know what's going on. A lot of Somali legi- uh, legislators. Yeah, yeah. I spend um, a lot of time on Breitbart. I, I feel like I got a gist. So this is a story from an Israeli newspaper, April 2016. The arrest of several Jewish activists. For trying to smuggle in a kid, as in a baby goat, okay. Um, okay. into this, um, and to conduct a sacrifice on the Temple Mount, is a timely reminder that before the Passover Seder was invented, the festival was all about killing and eating baby goats. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but they still got to do this. Yes, they, I, we'll, we'll get to that because it, no, it, they don't it, do it says it you do this until uh, there's a lot of different things where they're like, oh, by the way, you're going to kill a bull in perpetuity forever. So until uh, until I get to a chapter where they're like, oh, by the way, we don't kill goats anymore. Then, uh, as far as I know, this the Bible states you're going to do this forever. You know, it's not just a thing we're doing this week. They, they don't do a it. Semi-annual. Yeah, I mean, maybe some, I'm still. Question. I'm sure some still do. Just like there's LDS people. That out seems there weird to me. Like I don't know. People. Just imagine caring that much about anything. Like, like what are we doing this weekend? We got to smuggle in a goat and kill it on a fucking mountain. Is yeah, that going like to make God NPR happy? Story. Why are we doing this? There's an NPR story. Goats are rescued on their way to being sacrificed in Jerusalem. <laughs> like, I don't, rescued to what? Be eaten by someone yeah, else? What, the fuck what, is this? Gonna put them on a farm where they're in just as much danger. I don't know. What are you? We're gonna give. We're gonna give them jobs. What we did is we <laughs> took him and we let him loose in the desert so he could be free. Like, all right. 
We're going to make America goat again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. I, so I guess it still happens some places. It's kind of like, I feel like it's it's low-key because obviously you're going to get all kinds of activists angry about right. it. Like, I, I don't get that. Just like, hang out I mean, by no PETA's one... offices. They're always putting down animals. I bet you could take some off their hands. Outsource it. <laughs> PETA, if you're listening, outsource it to Jews. They'll kill it. That's that's my advice to them. What about, and, yeah, and then they go and get mad at the native Alaskans for killing whales. Yeah, that's a whole other cold opener. <laughs> PETA getting angry at that. Uh, Peter getting angry at anyone for killing anything seems absurd to me, but fair enough. Right, 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 right. Uh, um, wow, so yeah, we learned a lot about sacrifices today. I'm going to try one. You have that squirrel. <laughs> Don't make me kill my squirrel. I love my squirrel. <laughs> it's not me. It's a god. Make, God's going to make, make me it. kill my pet squirrel. All right. I'll... It's like that movie Frailty. <laughs> It's just, it's just gonna. I'm gonna wake up and I, I just every every night I go to bed and every morning I wake up and I'm just over its like cage. I'm like, what am I doing? What am I doing? There's a knife in my hand. Like, was sleepwalking. Dude, I want you to build a little baby altar. (laughs) It's like the size of like a PS4 controller. Or or what? You you sure as hell better anoint your gazebo with. Uh, when I build my gazebo, uh, you know, I'm just going to be like, all yeah. right, come on, little squirrel. It's got, like, all these little footholds so you can climb. I'm like, all right, now get the fucking hammer. <laughs> you need to put some horns on it so you can put blood Good on point. Horns. All good points. We're really, we're really. Dude, please use the Bible to build your right, gazebo. I'll, I'll start a YouTube channel. Me building my gazebo. Uh, some woodworking. There's going to be some uh, some plumbing going I'll, on. I'll send you acacia wood. Yeah, yeah send me some acacia wood because then I'm going to murder my, my pet squirrel. <laughs> I'm also going to send you about a th- one ton of pure gold. <laughs> <laughs> Don't spend Don't, it. It's for the gazebo. It's for, it's for making tables and shit. Yeah. All right. I think we really don't have anything else to talk about, huh? I mean, inside. we laid it all yeah, out. It's done. It's not. It's very boom, straightforward. Boom, boom. We're professionals. We're just fucking nailing them. Take bra, that, bra. church. Yeah. We, we, Third book. We're, we're outsourcing it. We're stealing your jobs. We're in the Leviticus, boys and girls. We're in. I'm excited the to Leviticus. be done with this. So, what's after this? This is numbers, and then we got. Yes, yeah, fuck numbers. I really want to get into like uh, back into like the the meat, like uh, like stories. Well, Joshua yeah. is going to hit us hard. Yeah. I don't know about Deuteronomy. Um, no, I think Deuteronomy is still lost. We'll find out. We'll because we'll, I haven't obviously I haven't read it. So when we get to like the good shit, we'll. I mean, here we go, dude. Just flipping to Joshua, chapter two, Rahab and the spies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. James Bond stuff. Right. It's going to be oh. good. So stay excited, people. I'm pumped. We're going to get there. Yeah, we're going to get back to the meat. Oh, yeah. But now we just got to learn how to this do good This is the bureaucracy the you need, you know? It's like yeah, uh, it's like the rules. Nazis. At some point, someone had to, they had to have an accountant, you know? Can't all just be uh, waging war against the entire planet and uh, the systematic eradication no. of the Jews, you know? Someone's got to. Someone's got to balance these books. So if you don't follow us on Twitter, <laughs> you can t- <laughs> if you have any complaints to file, <laughs> you would do that on Twitter at a revelation. You know what's something I, I find interesting is um, <sighs> I'm a, you're gonna tell uh, me. So I go on our history a lot, and there's always some douchebag trying to be like, "Can someone point me to any evidence of the Holocaust?" I don't believe it. And you're like, Ugh. "Oh, these fucking guys." And I think our history has a very 
concrete stance that they don't even deal with Holocaust deniers anymore. They're just like, no, we're not going to give you a pulpit. We're not going to, you know, ask historians. You don't get to talk about the, the, we know what you're fucking doing. You know, there's plenty of evidence out there. If, if you're trying to deny the Holocaust, sure. eat shit, you know? Uh, yeah. But I don't know. But one of the things I'm trying to remember who it was. There was a, a fairly, it's like Alex Jones level radio host that Alex Jones, not Alex Jones, but like Alex Jones. Um, okay. Who had kind of been dog whistling before Trump. And then Trump gets elected and I guess he felt a little bit more bold than everyone's saying that whole bullshit. But um, then he started becoming a kind of a Holocaust denier and kind of being like, if you're stupid mm-hmm. enough to think that all these millions of people died and all these other things, I was like, have you ever driven a fucking uh, BMW? Have you ever driven a, you know, a, a German made car? If there's anything I believe the Germans can do. It's if they put their mind to it, they could be very systematic and methodical. I don't doubt for a second that the Germans could kill six million Jews. I'm pretty sure they could handle it, you know. (laughs) (laughs) What is this? That's my point. I I think if you're going to deny the Holocaust, drive a BMW. I'm sure it could be done. These guys are good at what they do. All right? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I stand for the truth. How did you get us here? <laughs> I even tried. I tried to redirect. <laughs> you wouldn't let me. <laughs> have you ever driven those transmissions? Have you ever felt them on the road? BMWs never, are I mean, great I, cars, made very well. And Remember the BMW I had? My dad's BMW yeah. with a panther on it? <laughs> was I metal. guarantee they were capable of performing the Holocaust. Yeah. All right. Well, no, good night, everybody. I doubt it. <laughs> yeah. Again, follow us at our Revelations on Twitter. You can email us if you'd want to. If you if you have way more words now after what Cole just said, you can email us at irrevelationspodcast at gmail.com. As always, thank you for listening. Thanks for getting us here, all right? We, do you know what we have now? We have nearly 500 total downloads. Really? How I many of those? You and I were only 300. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a solid uh, yeah. 200 downloads by other people. Yeah. It can God. only be it's, only gotta be us. it's probably oh, mostly me because I listen to myself all the time. I love to hear my voice. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> good, good, good. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Cool. What do you got for me? Yeah, you say that a lot. And all also, right. the Holocaust happened. Oh yeah, I agree.